0: blog talk radio
1: you've seen him on impact wrestling now he is part of the roman show this week we welcome congo kong on the roman show who talks about his experience over in india this plus much more coming up on the roman show
2: step down to the get down all right whenever you're ready, you're ready. five seconds to the open
0: First, watch that little gimbal we don't want you coming off in the stage. Retro. go, go We're going Idol. 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 go we go control, control. 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 Go. Go. we are go, go, go. go. We're go this is we are going to the,
2: Roman the Roman show. show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman.
1: Hey everyone, it's another episode, June 5th, 2017. I'm your host, Rodolfo Roman, alongside the dashing one, George Alonzo. George, we got a nice one today.
2: Oh yeah, just like my special edition jungle martini, which is a mix of berries, pineapple, and orange. Why
1: not blueberries?
2: Or uh, no, something, some little dark berries. Leave my martinis alone. It's a special jungle martini in dedication to the man beast Congo Kong.
1: There we go. In celebration of Congo Kong, who will be joining us here on the Roman show in just a few to talk about his experience over in India and someone who mentored him and has allowed him, well, given him a lot of freedom inside the squared circle. I'd like to get some of, some of the few words before we get started here on the program. Make sure. We got a lot of wrestling this weekend. On June 10th, Saturday, FEW will have Summer Showdown 2. General admission starts at 15 bucks. It's at Coral Springs High School, 7201 West Sample Road over at Coral Springs, Florida. For more information, visit Facebook.com forward slash FEW Survive. Ronin Pro Wrestling will also have a program or a show that same day over at Broward College South Campus, 7200 Pines Boulevard, Pembroke Pines, Florida. So you have two great events you won't want to miss. Hey, listen, each his own. Right? We we can't pick and choose here, but both of them are great.
2: Yeah, exactly. You know, you can't deny either one. Uh, Of course, great, great shows, great everything being lined up. So, of course, we're never going to be the one to say, hey, I picked this over this. You know, we're always going to play the middle game.
1: That's right. And then on June 17th, which is the day before Father's Day. Pablo Marquez and TTW are going to bring a great event coming up uh, over at uh, Coral Springs. And that's with uh, Summer Heat featuring... Uh, oh, no, that's something the other looking i Sorry about that. <laughs> nah, it's, it's too late. Inferno is a show. June 17th, Coral Springs Charter School, 3205 North University Drive, Coral Springs, Florida. And you can visit ccwevents.com for more information. And that will be in an, an honor to all all-time greats of pro wrestling, Chris Nelson and Dave Johnson. June 17, CCW presents Inferno, featuring some of the great talent that CCW has in store. All right, well, this morning also we'd like to invite you to an upcoming Combat Night. Uh, Combat Night is returning in Fort Lauderdale. That's going to take place on July 1st. And uh, the details, uh, again, they, they don't have too much far as information is. It's a little bit too soon for the upcoming Combat Night event. As, uh, the match, uh, matches are still getting uh, uh, put together. But doors open at 5 p.m. It's going to be at Sway, 111 Southwest 2nd Avenue in Port Lauderdale. And it's Combat Night 76. So you don't want to miss that there so to make much of our time. Okay, George, let's get started here with Reality Check, talking pro wrestling.
0: And now, it's time to give you a... a Reality Check. check.
1: Well, George, I'm sure you've seen it. This uh, so-called model has gone on the record. She she has tons of followers on YouTube, and, and I have to tell you... She's not the most appealing person you want to see. I, mean, she's, I would see why this all happened. But she apparently had this conversation with WWE superstar Doug Ziggler. Which by the way, she doesn't really mention his name. Just says WWE superstar uh, was, was in Cleveland. or He was born in Cleveland. Those are pretty much the hints that she said. But she was supposed to meet with Ziggler while he was in town. And Ziggler stood her up. All right. So she was making a big fuss about how this guy flaked on him, her and blah 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 and so forth. Needless to say, the Instagram model or the YouTube model or the social media model has actually received death threats over this because of her post. Now George Donald Ziegler has hey God bless him. The guy has been with many women. You know, there's uh, Amy Schumer, uh, an, a comedian as well, said that he she she also had a uh, a couple of uh. You know, inter, you know, personal interactions. Isn't Sonny also say, I think Sonny thinks that apparently, you know, had a little something going on with Dolph? I think so, yeah, I think so. Well, nonetheless, Ziggler has, has been around town. Good for him. So this lady puts this, this social media post and just goes berserk on how she was stood up with Dolph Ziggler. And she's getting all these death, these death threats and so forth. A shame, though, on the wrestling fans, all these marks that are really calling out. Because she's just going on a rant. There's nothing wrong with that.
2: Yeah, like, uh, let me ask you a question. I'm going to be a a journalist here, and I'm going to ask you a question, Roman. Is there any proof?
1: Well, allegedly they had some conversations to protect.
2: Has there been any screenshots? Oh,
1: no, we haven't seen it,
2: no. Okay, then. So, basically, she's going on... I'm going to give you an example here. There's no screenshots. Hypothetically So basically let's say if I dated um, Demi Moore Throwing it out there I could say Demi Moore stood me up While I'm in Miami Right
1: It's easy for me to say that What you're saying is that This lady's talking and she might be Making this stuff up Exactly Where's the proof
2: Hey we live in the world of technology Okay And The right thing to do, and mind you, don't say, oh, but I didn't want to share out his number. Technology, you could have blurred it out by using the paint on your phone. There's an app for that. There's paint where I've used it, actually. And you could swipe off the the phone, you know, the the phone number that's on there. So what I'm saying is this. Basically, it's all talk, in my opinion. It's kind of like saying, hey, it's as easy as me saying, Hey, I'm with uh, Demi Moore. Okay, where's the proof? I don't have it. So what do you have to fall back on? So that's what I'm saying to this girl. Okay, you had this conversation with Dolph Ziggler or whoever's from Cleveland, whatever you want to call it. Apparently this person stood you up. Okay, we heard you out. Now let me see proof. And I'm pretty sure she's been asked this before. And we still don't see any proof on social media. So what do, you, what do you take this as? You tell me.
1: All right, so you're saying this lady is just making this stuff up to try to get some attention.
2: Yeah, practically. Because, again, we live in the world of technology. It's not hard to screenshot something. It's not hard to edit something out. It's not hard to say, hey, this happened and I'm backing it up. Because right now, anyone can say
1: anything. And if you believe it without proof, then who's a jackass? All right, right, I'll, 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 okay, I'm with you there that she hasn't really provided so much proof. But it's more of a he said, she said. And obviously, Dolph Ziggler is not going to waste his time and mention this lady's name, and rightfully so. I don't think I want to give her any press.
2: Listen, again, there's no proof. Not even Dolph Ziegler's talking about it. So, as a matter of fact, uh, you know, this probably could be used as material for his promos. As we know, Dolph Ziggler is... Doesn't hold his tongue. So, no pun intended. So basically, so, basically what I'm saying is, until there's proof, then I'll say, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe, there, it, okay, sorry, let me take this back. Until there's proof, it's a complete false story to me.
1: Well, let's wait and see if this woman does put up some, of, some evidence that she really could back up her, her, uh, her rant. All right, moving forward, some more Joe. Uh, was victorious in the five-way dance that took place at Extreme Rules. We're going to get Samoa Joe versus Brock Lesnar, a dream match for many of us. Th- this is awesome. In my opinion, I think we had a conversation prior to Monday Night Raw, George, that this match, in my opinion, I think they could have been pushed a little further down. I think they're doing it too soon, especially on a, on a pay-per-view known as the Great Ball of Fire. Why not have it in a SummerSlam? Why not have it... And not at WrestleMania, but unless you, although they could really build it very well for WrestleMania. But why not a Royal Rumble? Uh,
2: well, personally, it, it's the first time this pay-per-view is ever being televised. This is the first ever Balls of Fire. Great Balls of Fire. God, I, I can't stand that name. But this is the first ever, you know, Great Balls of Fire pay-per-view. So what do they need? They need a dream match to sell the pay-per-view. Because you cannot just put in a... Um, a, a random little match there, and sell your first ever pay-per-view. It's, it's the debut of Great Balls of Fire. That's what I'm saying. So put in a dream match. That way you sell tickets, you sell pay-per-view buys, you sell all of that. So mind you, you, I, I feel like it's a great idea. Now mind you, I cannot wait for this match. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be pure impact. I it's I, I cannot wait. I'm super excited. I feel like it's going to be a fight.
1: I just can't wait. Yeah, it's looking definitely exciting. And and right now with the whole conversation or or promo that they had between Paul Heyman and, and Samoa Joe, it just looks absolutely amazing. I can't wait for it. Okay, we had a conversation. Nowadays when it comes to indie shows, it seems, and George, you and I, we've been wrestling fans for a long time. And we've been going to indie shows for a very long time as well. And, of course, the WWE's and the Impact Wrestling and so forth. But it seems now, in order to have a very quote-unquote, and I really want to say the quote-unquote, successful indie show, you have to have a top name. You have to have Adel Rio. You have to have, say, a a breath of him and heart just to show up. And then you feature the talent that you have in your company or your promotion. So my thing is this, George. Doesn't that take away from the local indie talent that's featured on the card? Because, I mean, in a, in a way, yes, you do get that crowd because they're there to, say, to see, say, whatever, you know, the Rio or Swag or whomever. But you're not really putting a lot of emphasis on your, on your guys, on your mid-card guys, on, your, on, on the guys that really are going to make the show. No, yeah, and, and mind you,
2: in this kind of subject, it's a very touchy subject because a, a lot of people rely on big names to sell you tickets when before it used to never be that case. I feel like, like, look, in the term wrestling fan, okay, it's wrestling fan. You know, you're there to watch wrestling, whether it be on TV or, or locally. So be that wrestling fan. Go and support your local stars. Go support your local indie guys. You know, that's why they put out support indie wrestling. You're a wrestling fan, not a big name wrestling fan. Okay, support your local guys, whether your sh- the show has big names or small names. Go support them. Because right now, to me, I feel like the wrestling fan terminology has gone to, hey, I'm not going to go to a show unless it has a former WWE or TNA guy. Yes, it has helped ticket sales. But think of it this way, too. If it helps ticket sales, that that's good. But then all of a sudden you have this meet and greet. And you put out these indie guys out there, like your regular guys who've been out there for a year, two years, three years, and you put them in that same meet and greet, and you put them next to Alberto Del Rio, guess who's going to have more sales? That's also hurting your local guy, because it doesn't build any value to them, to a case where, hey, now there's no Alberto Del Rio. Now it's that same guy who was sitting next to Alberto Del Rio last month, versus another local guy. So why should I visit him? I only was paying attention to Alberto. You, It has to be smart. Personally, me... I used to, I grew up in a case where a big name was not on every single show. A big name should be used maybe once every three shows, four shows maybe, five shows at most, I guess. And uh, and then all the other shows in between, let your local guys take control. Let your local guys run the show. But then leave those special names for that once in a blue every four or five months situation. It will not just help your organization money-wise. It will not just help your local talent, but you'll be saving money because you're not paying a major guy
1: every month. Yes, and I remember when you and I would go to these indie shows back in the day, say what, 15, 20 years ago? I, darn world. But either, either way, you, you, the guy they would bring, they'll bring a Dusty Rhodes. They'll bring an Abdullah the Butcher. And there were no thirty bucks to take a freaking selfie. Of course, they didn't have you know cell phones with the smartphones back in the day. But you didn't have to do that. You know, back then, an Abdullah butcher would love to go out here and give you a hug and shake your hand and sign an autograph for maybe for five bucks. Maybe if sometimes they just give it away for you. Uh, Same thing with a taskmaster. You know, but they didn't have to bring this big, huge, luxurious name to really grab your attention. Mm -hmm. it was those guys that we knew around the region like a dusty Rhodes, Mm -hmm. like a taskmaster Mm -hmm. you know and they'll build it up as saying oh the biggest match in the south and that is what will draw us but it wouldn't be that they're bringing in this guy from god knows where paying him five ten thousand dollars which is great i mean great you know you want to see the guy maybe you didn't get an opportunity to see him while he was in the e this is your first one-on-one encounter i get it but at the same time, it does kind of take away the value from the indie wrestler. It seems that, the, that it's taken away from the steam.
2: Again, I'm not saying booking big names is a bad idea. I'm not. I'm just saying do it smart. Because remember, at the end of the day, you know these big names are not your, your guy. They're not your superstar. Your local guys are your superstars. You have to build your organization around those guys. All right. In order to build your local independent company. There's some other companies that only use big names. Only. There's, there's not one local guy on that entire show. So does that help your local scene? Of course not. So what I'm saying is this. If you're going to book big guys, book on smart. But remember, you have to build your local guys. And that is why... Wrestling fans are only going to shows that have those big names on it because right now, currently, no one is doing it that way. No one is relying on your local guys. Everyone's relying on, A, big name, big name, big name. It should be, A, let's give our local guys one or two months of you know shows, and then we'll build a big name, and then one or two shows again for our local guys, and then a big name.
1: Well, as you're talking about big names, they're talking about big men. And this man right now, Congo Kong, will join us right now on The Roman Show to talk about his experience in India joining Impact Wrestling, being accepted by the Juggalo family, and much more. Coming up next, Congo Kong on The Roman Show. And by the way, he'll let us know why he does certain things in the ring and who he gives thanks to for the ability of giving him that freedom. Coming up... On the Roman Show, Congo Comp. Welcome everyone to The Roman Show. Thanks again for joining in here. Make sure to follow us on social media at The Roman Show uh, on Twitter and uh, on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash Roman 201 And we're always live on our website, theromanshow.com. Well, it's an honor to welcome this uh, this young man here. Seen him on Impact Wrestling. This guy, when you see him, well, he scares the bejesus out of you. But trust me, he's a, he's a real cool dude. I'm talking about Congo Kong who joins us right now on The Roman Show. How are you, Congo? Thanks for joining us.
0: Thanks for having me. I'm not doing too bad. How about yourself?
1: Awesome. Can't complain. Well, well Kong, you just returned uh, from an Impact Wrestling TV taping over there in India. How was that experience? It was your first time out there.
0: Yeah, uh, it was uh, definitely a different world. Um, you know, like even even just going from our hotel room down to uh, where the studio was, it was just uh, it's like a night and day situation, you know, as far as like, Seeing India, I guess, up close in the bigger, bigger cities, right? Um, you know, and just, just some of the people were really nice, really good, uh, genuine, kind-hearted people.
1: You know, we've been seeing a lot of pro wrestling promotions like WWE, Impact Wrestling, that have gone to India. For example, uh, have really put more of attention to this country, um, which is the, the the second largest when it comes to the the Democratic, second largest democratic country in the world and uh, we just saw right now Jinder Mahal he became the WWE championship one of the reasons is because he wanted to target that that market there but what would you say how do fans look at pro wrestling over there is it sports entertainment for them or is it a sport like it is in Mexico and in Japan
0: I think uh, to them it's still real it's still very real and they are uh, they see us as gods walking among them kind of um like I, I couldn't even tell you how many pictures I've, I've taken and autographs I've signed and things like that while I was over there. You know, you think being the big bad guy at first they're scared of you, <laughs> and then, you know once you've walked past them a couple times they're like, okay, he's not gonna kill me, so maybe I can get a picture.
1: And how about the press? I mean, do they do they are they the same way uh, as far as they treat their athletes as if they were to to, to treat a, a big superstar in cricket? You know, cricket is just huge over there.
0: Oh yeah. Um we we had a couple press days um, you know, where we got to meet with the press and, and uh uh take pictures and do uh interviews and whatnot and um, uh they yeah, they made us feel like we were we were it. We were the big stars over there.
1: That's just amazing stuff. And while you were there, some of the food you tried, what was some of the favorite stuff you tried out there to eat?
0: Um if I'm gonna be completely honest, there wasn't much. <laughs> um, I seriously struggled at times, uh, but they—they, they, I did love the fact that they had like fresh fruit, fresh yogurt uh, with fruit in it, you know, things like that. Like that was always available, and they, you know, it was always something you know tasty in that avenue. But as far as like liking the Indian food itself it just wasn't for me
1: did, did you try samosas by any chance did, you ever, did they ever offer you that they're, they're delicious actually. trust me you won't go wrong with that samosas what is this samosa? samosas it's kind of like uh, hmm. it, it, it's uh, how can I put this it, it, it's, it's baked uh, and then inside they'll put different uh, it could put chicken it could put uh, beef or whatnot. sometimes they even put cheese and um huh. kinda like a hot pocket if you want to call it. You know? But it's delicious. I didn't oh, know that it, it, it's 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 a must, so well, well next time you go, just remember keep that in mind, samosas, you can't go wrong with that. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, was, like, every,
0: everything we had was it, it had a curry flavor to it of
1: some sort. Yeah. Yeah, just and, or it was
0: uh, vegetarian and and I'm not. Yeah. So it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was <a> situation.
1: <laughs> I hear you, Kong Well, you're there You're now, Obviously now You're in Impact Wrestling You you, you made your debut this year you, You've teamed up with Van Ness uh, uh, As your manager how, how has it been working Along with her Along her side?
0: I feel like um, Like we have this Natural Weird Odd uh, Something in a science fiction movie Kind of chemistry uh-huh. I, And I, I love it Like I think it's uh, It's something different And that's what What uh, a lot of professional wrestling, I think, is missing these days. Not only do you get, you know, my uh, savage monster character, however you want to describe it, um, but you get her, you know, playing a character as well. You know, Jilted Bride, who's lost her mind, and it's just—I don't know. She's 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 brilliant at it. She's so funny. You know, it's hard for me not to, to laugh sometimes when I'm out there with it.
1: <laughs> When 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 were you first informed about the that 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 team? Was it as soon as you came in? Um, was that the conversation? Hey, look, like, we're going to give you Vanessa to team you up to, to be to, to be your mouthpiece. Um.
0: Yeah, it was when it when uh once I actually was signed because uh, I'd gone down and had my tryout the same week that the wedding had actually gone down, mm. and I thought that it was one of the most well-written wedding scenes that i've seen on tv or on wrestling i should say Mm -hmm. in a really 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 long time yes um so then you know once i saw a couple episodes with her and how she was acting and i was told you know that i would be her her revenge pretty much i was like yeah that 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 makes sense that's awesome you know (laughs) There had been talk of uh, once he started TV it would be going back to, you know, her normal self, but I think they saw, you know, the the value in keeping her a hot mess. Okay. And how how it was working, you know, helping I think helping the show overall really.
1: Well, you have worked with uh, Jeff Jarrett. You know, he co founded uh, Impact Wrestling, formerly TNA Impact Wrestling, and also Global Force Wrestling, and you were a part of GFW. How has it been yeah. with this legend? Because this is a man who's been in the business for a long time, knows the ropes. Any advice that you received from him when you first started with GFW, or even over in Impact Wrestling?
0: Um, Jeff is one of the coolest guys, coolest bosses I've ever worked for. Um, he he has a, a knack for knowing what works. Um he um uh, he kinda lets us, you know, have do our thing. I wouldn't say have our own way, but, you know, do our thing for sure. Um, he's not like breathing down your shoulders, hey, do it this way, do it this way or else or anything like that. Hey, this is kinda what we want to do. You know, you throw your own spin in there, i let you be the artist and paint the picture, but this is what what we're going for, you know, he's that type of boss man. and um As far as like, I guess, giving me any kind of advice, uh, really just he wanted the 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 first thing I noticed that he did was he wanted to make sure that I knew what I was doing, and then once I he saw that I knew what I was doing, he was okay. So
1: so he gives you that sense of confidence as far as the talent. He lets you be who you are. Exactly. 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 Which is it, it obviously gives you that freedom to do and work what you have to do inside the, 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 the squared circle. Now, one thing cool about Impact Wrestling is, of course, you're on TV uh, and you're working with these great, this great talent that they're bringing in and it, it, it's absolutely amazing. But some of these guys, you also, you also see them at indie shows. How is it balancing Impact Wrestling uh, uh, events and then all these other indie shows that you have booked?
0: Well, I mean, the the Impact Wrestling happens like once a once a month, month and a half, something like that, um, and then you get to do your indie shows every excuse me weekend or as as much as or as often as you are booked for those shows, and um, you know it's, it's it's really not a bad situation. They give you the schedule ahead of time, so I know, you know, um, when when a promoter calls me and says, "Hey, are you available this date?" Yeah, I can tell them, hey, I got impact that day or, you know, whatever, you know, cause the impact comes first because I'm under contract with them, but beyond that, you know, um, working, yeah, just working, I work pretty much everywhere I can.
1: Now, you're a big dude, and here you are, you're jumping on the third rope, doing these crazy things. Uh We've seen this a couple of times, but it seems that you, you're, you're, pushing the, you're pushing the limit. You're, you're doing it more than often, and, and you're amazing, the fans that, that, that watch for wrestling. What is it that stops big guys doing these type of, of maneuvers? Because we know that, that some of them are capable of doing it, but they're just not given that freedom. Is it because of, you have a Jeff Jarrett who allows you to do that, so, or, or what is it behind that?
0: You just answer the question, okay. sir. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly that. You know, I was told one time um, by uh, Rosie... Uh, rest his soul. Right. He says. He says, if you ever get a job with Vince, he's gonna want to see you stand on the ground and be a big man and 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 you know fight like a big man, not do all this flying craft and, and whatever. And I don't know exactly what you know his angle was when he told me that, but I just looked at him and I said, "Listen, man." I said, "With all due respect, you know, i said respect your opinion." I said, "I don't work for Vince yet." when I work for Vince, um, then I'll do, you know, whatever Vince asks me. But, in the meantime, I need to do something that separates myself from all these other big guys that are all doing the same
1: thing. It's quite amazing. It allows you to give you that freedom. Now, I'm going to tell you some names here. And all these guys have graced the, the locker rooms of TNA. A.J. Styles, Bobby Roode, Austin Aries, and we know where they are now. They're during they're, they're the WWE. What is the talk over there? Because some of the guys... That work with these guys are are in Impact Wrestling. Do they do they still speak about these guys, or do they keep an eye on what AJ Styles is doing, or Rude is doing, or an Aries is doing?
0: Uh yeah, I mean you know we 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 watch WWE. WWE is kind of that place you know where everybody wants to go at one point or another you know and 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 for anybody that knows those guys that have made it now. Our uh, top guys in the WWE that started in TNA or, or I guess cut their cut their their uh, their teeth in TNA. if you, said, if you will, um, you know, they, yeah, we keep up with them. We want to know how they're doing, what they're doing, and, and what what the WWE is doing with them. You know, I guess. And, um, I get a I get a lot of uh, uh, feedback from fans. You know, saying how they loved to see new bases, and I think it's thing because that's what TNA responded on. All those people that were talking, you, you named off that were we're talking about. You know, when TNA opened up, they were all new bases, are relative new bases. They hadn't 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 uh, broken into limelight yet, and um, it took for them being able to have a place where they didn't have to look like a cook cookie-cutter, bodybuilder image, you know, in order for people to see, okay, you don't have to look like this in order to be great at it.
1: So, speaking of which, and I missed one guy and I did it intentionally, Samoa Joe. You know, now he's going to get his shot at the title. How, how, how do you like that Samoa Joe finally this is the guy who came from Impact Wrestling is going to face Brock Lesnar, one of the biggest guys in, in pro wrestling and also in MMA? How, how do you see that going in your opinion?
0: Um... You know, I don't know how it go how it's gonna go they can they can I mean they're gonna ride it however they want you know i I imagine you know Brock would still remain strong or whatever and and they'll, they'll just keep finding somebody to build up to, to beat him or whatever but i I believe it's gonna be a good match um but to to see that you know and and to uh to uh to witness that you know has definitely changed. Um you know bigger guys they get a flack for what they're wearing and I remember at one point people would talk about Samojo and how what he looked like and how he worked and and, you know, how I compared to to things and you know, you just had to go out there and do your thing and not be rattled by anybody or, or what their thoughts were. Um and he's able to go out there and he, he does his thing and he does it well and he's very convincing and that's kind of, kind of, I guess how I try to model myself, you know and and, and, and uh, go out there and make people believe, you know, once again that that the big man in pro wrestling still exists, and he should exist, he should be an integral part of pro wrestling, you know it, I always tell people that wrestling was built on the backs of guys like myself you know, the King Kong Bundys and the DeAndre, the Andres, the Vader's Bam Bam Bigelow, you know, because you always needed a big, nasty-looking heel for the baby face to overcome.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, Kong, I want to thank you so much for taking your time. Anything else you you, you want to add or, or say? I mean, we can catch you every Thursday at 8 p.m. Oh, sorry, 9 p.m. Eastern Time uh, over on POP. But anything else you'd like to add?
0: Uh, actually, no, I think it is 8
1: p.m. Oh, 8 p.m., there you go. I got them all messed up. <laughs> If, 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 you
0: want, if you want to hit me up on uh, on uh, Twitter, it's at Real Congo Kong. Uh, if you want to try to catch me on Facebook, it's uh, Congo Kong the Juggernaut Osiris, uh, which is this, my old uh, wrestling name. Mm-hmm. You can find me over there. Shoot me a message or whatever. If I have time, I'll definitely try to respond. Um, if if you're a, a young wrestler and you're looking for wrestling gear, hit me up. Uh, I've been doing it for about 10 years. I enjoy doing it and I believe I have some of the best looking stuff out there. So, uh, yeah, there's those three
1: things. So, so you're, you're 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 the best of both worlds. Not only do you you're a great wrestler, but you develop your own your own attire.
0: Trying to, yeah, trying to be the best.
1: <laughs> hey, one thing you cuz you you're from the Michigan area. The Grand Rapids area. And uh, in the Michigan area, you got the uh, JCW with the Insane Clown Posse. You got the whole uh, unification of the Juggalos. How, how is it working with those Juggalos folks out there?
0: Um, to work well with the office people, you know, it's cool, fine. Mm-hmm. I like. I've been with them for roughly ten years as well. Um, and you know, I, I'm actually the current JCW heavyweight champion, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll be that out in Oklahoma and towards the end of July at the gathering of the Juggalos. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as the Juggalos themselves, yep, yep. it was a long, slow process uh, of them, I guess, finally accepting me, uh, even though I don't profess myself as a Juggalo. I'm a Juggalo ally, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But it took some time, you know, and it, it took years for them to to stop throwing drinks and batteries and shoes and things, you know, and, and, and realize that you know we're human just like they are, and that now you know it's more of a respect thing, and it's it's, uh, it's actually a fun situation, you know, to go and work in front of her, in front of their crowds because you know even if, if they never they don't know who you are or they're not wrestling fans, you go out there and you bust bust your butt, they appreciate you.
1: By any chance, are you going to that march they got later on in the fall this year? Uh,
0: the I haven't march? heard anything about it. It's, it's, it's possible, you know. They could. They call me, you know, pretty much at any time to, to see if I'm uh, available for anything. So you know, as long as it doesn't interfere with anything, and they call me, then yeah, I'd be down.
1: I'm sure a whole lot. The big juggler family will be gathering in, in Washington later this fall uh, to get their word out. Well, Kong, thanks so much, man, and we look forward to seeing you in action uh, across the country, well, overseas as well, and of course on Pop over with uh, Impact Wrestling. Thanks so much for your time, man. Appreciate it.
0: Hey, thanks for having me, man.
1: Thank you, my man. Have a good day.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, listeners all around the world,
1: welcome to The Showdown. We're uh, back here on the Roman Show. Want to let folks know, too, that uh, Ignite Wrestling will have an event July 22nd in Vero Beach. That's 3209 Dodger Road, Vero Beach. Meet and greet starts at 12.30 p.m. Show starts at 1 p.m. And, George, you and I are very excited because we're headed uh, later on in July to the Florida Supercon, this time taking place now in Fort Lauderdale, and that will be from July 27th to the 30th at the Fort Lauderdale Convention Center. Names like Sting, Lita, Jerry the King Lawler, and many others will be there, so make sure you put that on your to-do list. Florida Supercon, from July 27th all the way to July 30th. Do not miss it. Well, George, some mixed martial arts accent. Jose Aldo and Max Holloway fought for the unification of the featherweight title and the man that once Pretty much was the king of the featherweight division of Jose Aldo. He held a very long winning streak for a certain long time. Well, he is no longer what he is anymore. Max Holloway pretty much just destroyed Jose Aldo. And Max Holloway rightfully so deserves that title. In fact, he even called out Dana White saying, Hey, you know, pay me my money. I think I deserve it. And, and, and that is something that we're seeing now in the UFC. Um, yes, they do stick to their rankings as far as who's number one, who's number two, but it seems now they're more leaning towards that money fight. You know, who's gonna bring in the money, which is something that boxing does. You know, they bring in two of the top names, those two guys they can sell, and then they have the, the little guys underneath in the card. Um, it's not about booking just sick, ridiculous cards. Although this upcoming card coming up on um, next month in July is pretty good with Romero being on it and uh, Amanda Nunes being on it. Both, uh, both of those fights will be title fights. And that, by the way, check out the interview of Yoel Romero right now on our YouTube channel or the romanshow.com. You can check that out as he talks about facing Robert Whitaker for the UFC interim middleweight title. But needless to say, Jose Aldo, I'm not saying he should retire. No, he still has some life in him. But he, I think that he just never was the same after that less than a minute knockout from Conor McGregor. When he defeated him for the featherweight title. And sure, he, he defeated Frankie Edgar afterwards to obtain the interim featherweight title. But needless to say, and I think Joe Rogan said it best, Joe Zialdo has not been the same after that defeat.
2: Yeah, because again, it's, it was his first loss in so long when he thought he was untouchable. And then all of a sudden came this guy, this big mouth that Jose Aldo always thought was a big, if you pardon my French, shit talker. You know, he, he all of a sudden came out of nowhere and defeated Jose Aldo uh, so quickly. It's kind of like, yeah, it, it does its toll on you mentally and makes you wonder, damn, do I still even got it? You know, yes, he came back and he fought Frankie Edgar and he beat him. But still, I guess it wasn't enough. And it, he kept on trying to push himself. Because he's like, did this really happen to me? And then all of a sudden he went on to another fight. And guess what happened? He lost again. So it's like, you—you you really he really is probably in that stage of questioning himself. And questioning his career. Not his past accomplishments. I'm talking about currently. So, personally, I think Jose Aldo great champion, great legacy, great everything, great fighter, just mentally, he's just not there right now, I think.
1: Yeah, I think he's not there, and it's going to take him a couple of wins till he finally gets his mind into gear, uh, to get it in a champion status, which again, I I think, I think that he he was a great phenomenal champion, He he was a great fighter overall, but at the same time, after that McGregor defeat, it took a toll on him emotionally, mentally, and I think that that Cogger's very good at that. Connor is really good of really playing mind games. And he defeated, nonetheless, Jose Aldo and left it a freaking minute. And he never came back.
2: Yeah, like, uh, Mr. Roman, let me ask you something. If you had a long undefeated streak as a champion, right? Many years. Uh, no one was able to touch you. All of a sudden, you get knocked out in less than
1: 30 seconds, man. How would you feel? Wouldn't you feel affected mentally? Yeah, I mean, it it takes you time. And you know what? It's funny because he lost to Conor McGregor because of the stand-up game. And between Max Holloway, again, Max Holloway pretty much defeated him in the stand-up game as well. Eventually, you know, taking advantage and and being victorious, uh, winning that way. But in a way though it stinks, George, because when you look at Jose Aldo's career and his legacy, you're always gonna remember that he had this great, great, great career, but it was stopped because of the less than one minute knockout by Conor McGregor. And and that stinks. I would have just retired
2: just you know by lost Fair Square but thirteen seconds? Well personally I don't think the another thing that's on his mind now is that after losing this now again is not helping mentally because now he's probably attacking himself and say he's never going to be able to get redemption after this, so he's not mentally ready to continue. Like it, I'm not trying to say a hey, retire, like how you're saying. I'm not saying retire or anything. I just don't think it's right for him to even continue because he's just mentally not there. First, like I said, because of the situation at hand of you know the Conor McGregor issue, and then of course. You know, losing to to this guy, I, I you cannot just come back from this.
1: Yeah, we're gonna have to wait and see what happens with Josie Aldo fights again. But needless to say, a future Hall of Famer, no doubt. Speaking of future Hall of Famer, Victor Belfort defo- defeated Nate Marquardt uh, in a very controversial unanimous decision. But it seems that Vitor Belfort pretty much is is pretty much on his last limb. I think he's pretty much almost done, and it's his last fight in in Brazil. We haven't gotten word yet. He didn't lay down the, the, the gloves. But needless to say, congrats to Vitor Belfort. I know he got caught with some uh, performance enhancers there. But listen, this time he won fair and square. It is what it is. Congratulations to Vitor Belfort. Another hot topic in mixed martial arts. Flyweight champion Demetrius Johnson has been irate with the UFC and UFC president Dana White. For the reason being that he feels that he's not being marketed Properly, Not only him, but also the UFC flyweight division. He feels that the UFC has put aside Demetrius Johnson and the flyweight division. And to a degree, I can, I can agree with DJ. And I'll tell you why. Because this is by far the greatest of all time. I'll tell you why. He is about to break the record that Anderson Silva currently holds. Of defending the title the most, uh, you know, a uh, uh, time he has uh, at 11 now, and he could break that record with one more, one more fight and defending his title. And it, they're not giving that much press, and you don't see Demetrius Johnson headlining pay per views all the time. Mm-hmm. You see him on free TV sometimes, so he feels kind of being pushed aside. And not only this Demetrius, but also the other fighters in the Flyweight. Name me a Flyweight. It's hard to really. Name one if you don't know, if you don't follow the sport. You know, it's not like if you can name a, a Ronda Rousey. You know who Ronda Rousey I mean, is. Yeah. A Conor McGregor. You knew know who a Conor McGregor is. But when you think of Demetrius Johnson, who's by far right now the greatest of all time in that division, you should be able to, to mention him because the UFC should be doing his role as far as marketing him. So in a, in a sense, he is right. They're not promoting him and they're not promoting the flight division as well as well. Yes, I understand that you know they're, they're, they're little guys and they don't bring all that power and so forth. But you've got to give credit where credit is due. Demetrius Johnson is a badass. He's defeated pretty much everyone in his division. He's cleaned house. So there shouldn't be a reason why they shouldn't be giving him all that exposure. Now, TJ Dillashaw, a former champion, said that he was willing to come down to 125. But Demetrius Johnson felt that that wasn't appropriate. He said, listen... I don't, I don't believe that TJ deserves a title shot, number one. Sure, he was a former champion, but he hasn't done anything yet to come into my division and get a title shot automatically. I get if you were a champion, say, you are know, at 135 and then you bump down, you lose weight to become a champion at 125, okay, fine, champion versus champion, but this is a guy who was champion a while ago, and because it looks like a money fight, because TJ could bring it, now... The word is the DJ said, hey, listen, I don't want to fight DJ. I don't think he's going to make the weight, and I don't think it's appropriate for him. So DJ, Demetrius Johnson, was calling for another uh, fight, but no word on that. So either way, uh, we'd like to hear your opinion about what you feel about Demetrius Johnson's opinion about the UFC and the way that they're treating the flyweight division and the flyweight champion Demetrius Johnson himself. Shoot us an email, info at That's info at We want to hear your opinion on this topic. George, anything else you want to add? No, you hit the nail right on the coffin about everything there, man. I, I can't even fill in, in in any blanks. So, yeah, I agree with everything you said. Well, there you go, guys. we like to, uh, again, thank you very much for joining us on the Roman Show. Visit our website, theromanshow.com. And, and watch for George. He's going to be in New Jersey. Covering uh, for Wrestle City Radio, the great event.
2: Yep, uh, the SWF Roll the dice. Tickets are still on sale at www.swfpro.com. Again, swfpro.com, and meet the greats like Alberto El Patron, uh, Pentagon, El Cero Miedo, uh, you know, El Hijo de Dos Caras, formerly known in WWE NXT as Memo Montenegro. Uh, You know, you got your Don Cruz, your Angel Rose, L-A-X is Angel Rose, cheerleader Melissa from Japan, uh, Taya Valkyrie from Lucha Underground. You got a whole uh, Jack Swagger, formerly known as Jack Swagger. Uh, You cannot go wrong with this show. So, again, purchase your tickets at www.swfpro.com.
1: There you have it. If you're in the Jersey area, make sure you visit that great event happening this weekend, June 10th. But if you're here locally... In South Florida, we'll catch you either at Ronin or at FEW. We'll catch you over here in the Roman Show. You haven't on, you haven't heard. Till next time, thanks for tuning in.